Welcome to the Frugalpreneur Podcast. I am your host, Sarah St. John. This episode is what I refer to as a showcase episode where I feature a bootstrapped entrepreneur and they briefly share their tips, tricks, tactics, techniques, and tools that help them bootstrap their business and the successes and failures along the way. My hope is that each of these showcase episodes will provide at least one valuable takeaway that you can implement right away in your own bootstrap business journey. Now on to the episode. So I am a licensed professional counselor. It's honestly something that I wasn't really planning on doing in my life as far as what I wanted to do originally when I was younger was become an ordained minister in the Methodist church. But honestly, I did not find the church really a successful place for me to grow and be able to help people in the way that I felt like people really needed to be helped. There was a lot of limitations there. So I decided to become a therapist. And when I did that. One of the goals of becoming a therapist usually is to open your own private practice. And in working in different group practices, mental health hospitals, you know, I worked in a halfway house. I worked with telehealth companies. I worked in all these different places. And one thing that I noticed is that people just really weren't paying attention to the employees and contractors that they had and really seeing what they needed. So in opening my own business, I said, I'm going to open up an office where therapists can really thrive and be the business owner that they want to be. And I'll just give them the hub and the marketing tools. And that's when the therapy office was created. The therapy office is just like a glorified subletting type kind of situation where everyone gets to come together and they have their own business underneath my office. And so I'm really excited about how this happened and also being able to get to be my own boss, although it's challenging, is also really rewarding. I really did not have a huge plan when I opened up my own practice, which I know is something that I probably should have had in place. I knew the necessities. I needed the electronic health record. I needed to be credentialed with insurances. I needed the office space, the furniture and all that. But opening up your own private practice, there's a lot of therapists out there that do it, but then they don't always share the information of how they become successful because it can be a competitive environment. And so I really just had to kind of do it in just like grassroots. All my furniture that I have is either Facebook Marketplace or Goodwill Furniture. All the pictures that I have on the wall, they were in the Hobby Lobby Spring Sale. Everything that I have really is used because I needed to start this business on a budget. I needed something that was maintainable for now. And then I knew that as I grew, I would be able to buy the nicer things and be able to grow the business that I really wanted. Yeah, it was a tough, tough thing to start at first because I really did not know what I needed and how I needed it, even though I thought I did. And, and that was challenging in and of itself. I think when you talk about biggest success and failures, it can get really muddy when you're working through it. One of the things that is pretty muddy about it is just the idea that is this really a failure or is this just something that was an opportunity to learn from? And one of the things that I remember always picking on my dad whenever he was owning his own business and had a pretty successful parts and unsuccessful parts is, hey, don't do all the, these things at once because inevitably 
something will fail because you don't spend enough time with it. And I think my trauma brain definitely was influencing me to do a million things at once, just throwing stuff up against a wall, hoping it would stick. So that way I could be successful and get my name out there. And so I think it's a success and a failure in a way. I really have put myself out there and I've networked and marketed and been able to connect with a lot of people, but also in the same way, I reached burnout and I've had to deal with my own reactions with my own trauma and how that has created some challenges for me. So I think that's in and of itself a success and a failure and a learning experience. And that's all part of the challenge. In starting my business, I knew that I wasn't going to have everything that I needed all at once, but I think that was one of the most frustrating parts of it was I wanted everything to be shiny and new immediately. And so my brain was like, oh, man, I remember I got this plaid couch from Facebook Marketplace and it, I mean, it's ugly. I'm not even going to lie. It looks like Christmas threw up on it. I just remember thinking, oh, no one's going to want therapy for me to <laughs> have an ugly plaid couch. No one's going to want to sublet space for me if I give them an ugly plaid couch. And really, I think that was part of the tactic of owning my business is knowing like, hey, at least I'm providing the therapists that are using my space a couch in the first place. I don't necessarily need to have everything all figured out right now. And I think that was also part of the challenging part with it as knowing that, hey, Becca, you don't have to have everything right now. So I think some of my best tips was that I can give people in starting and bootstrapping their business is find a person that you can trust and that will help you and support you and validate you when you're struggling. But also understand that you don't have to have everything shiny and new from the get go. You just have to have enough to where people know that when they open the doors, they're coming into a place that shows care and respect. And I think that's really what I show in this place is care and respect and that I really pour my heart into what I do. So one of the things that I wanted to do when I was starting my business was to have a passive income stream. So that way, um, when I started to get overwhelmed and reach burnout with my clients, I would also have something that I could have in the background. And that, I think that's a very smart thing to have as a business owner, at least have something that you can do to cultivate relationships with people in every facet, even when you can't have one-on-one -on -one meetings with them. So one thing that I want to offer all the audience today, which I'm really excited about, is I created a online course series of many courses. They are all about therapy and kind of like self-help stuff, except I'm a little bit more entertaining <laughs> than some of the boring self-help books that are out there. So I have self-help courses on the wise mind, the window of tolerance, smart goals, self-care, self-comfort. I even have a full-fledged course on anger management. And I would love, 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 love to get everyone on there and be able to take these courses. So I'm going to offer 10% off to the audience. If they go onto my website, it's BeccaFergusonLPC.com. You can click on online courses and when you go on there, just enter the coupon code bootstrap. And when you do that, you'll be able to download these courses and be able to get in there and, and see what we have to offer. So I'm so excited about this. And thank you so much for having me on here. It's been fantastic. Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack. Connect with fellow listeners 
share your thoughts on episodes, engage in meaningful discussions, including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast. Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.